Good morning and welcome to another episode of Bike Shop Boyfriend Podcast with your host Dustin. I'm just taking a bit of a, uh, I'm not going to say it's well earned, but it's definitely well warranted sick day from uh, my office gig. Um, Reason being is this past weekend I was dog sitting and uh, just over the course of 24 hours I was... Uh, sleeping on the couch. Um, that's not here or there as to why I was sleeping on a couch, but I slept on a couch. Slept kind of funny. The couch itself was not really well supported. I have thrown out my back a little bit. Uh, lower back pain. Um, it is spasming. It is tight. Um, it aches. It hurts to breathe, etc., etc. So with that being said, I took today off. Uh, I did go in yesterday. It was barely workable, but thank goodness I didn't have to work at the bike shop. And with that, uh, I tried to rest up and all night it was just spasming out. So that really sucked. Didn't really get a good night's rest. I feel really behind the eight ball, but I've been enjoying some coffee and a lot of stretching. Uh, Mostly the child pose and uh, a little bit of... Uh, I want to call it the cow pose, I guess, Um, with very uh, cautious movement uh, in between all that just to protect my back and all that good stuff. So without further ado, let's get to the show. So with the slight back injury um, in this segment, I have been actually somewhat busy and productive. being slightly immobile and uh, very much favoring my back um, and in a resting position for the most part. I've been doing some reading and some uh, checking up on emails, trying to be productive. Like if I can't be active and ride the bike as I was supposed to this morning, I should sort of make up for it in other ways. Meaning I have been reading and like researching and this and that and one of the things that i came across was in an email and also it's on twitter um rafa woo, um they are doing new season previews of their 2018 collections um my instant uh it's it's sort of when you get the email because i'm on the newsletter i get the email and i'm very excited about uh it's it's a little bit of a christmas type feeling uh, the anticipation, the excitement, um, new kit day is a thing. It's almost up there with new bike day. Uh, however, hopefully you're more fortunate and you can actually have more new kit than new bikes. Uh, although if you can get more new bikes, than new kit, I think you're doing very well. So, um, whereas I'm, I'm not so lucky. So I'm still living that new kit, uh, dream anticipation lifestyle here. Um, the, from all outward appearances, they are releasing four new collections. Uh, one is the Suples uh, collection. Um, the Suples collection is more geared towards a pro team fit for women, as well as a classic fit for women as well. Um, they were doing some very, very interesting stuff. They did the Australian Summer Collection uh, with Tiffany Cromwell, who's on their Canyon SRAM women's team. Um, I think as the muse slash uh, maybe creative force. I don't really know the backstory behind it. Um, have been trying to reach out to a few people at Rafa just to try and get the background as to what's all going on with those collections. But I'm very excited for uh, when they do release a Suples collection because um, I think to get more women involved in cycling, 
you do have to make them more comfortable with what they're wearing on the bike. So I think, and my opinion is that Rafa does do that. Um, however, I am not a woman, so I can't really say, but I would say that the uh, design philosophy that they have is very much they're listening to a woman clientele and what riders want in their kit. Um, so it's not always race fit in terms of skin tight, second skin painted on. Um, I can very much understand that can make some women feel very insecure about uh, the tight, snug fitted feel. Um, and also it might, you know, they might not want to show off their body. It's totally up to them. So their club kit is a little bit looser, but it's still not going to have uh, the um, plastic bag and the wind bagginess that I would definitely doesn't matter what your body type is i would never recommend for anyone um just because if you're living where like i live uh yeah wind is a huge factor here so if you have just a little bit of flappy uh jersey or baggy shorts you're gonna get caught out it's one of those things that you become a wind sail very quickly and chances are it's gonna work against you um and you're just gonna be wasting more energy and that would just be overall horrible um, the other thing that I was very intrigued by is a new collection that they're coming out with called the crit collection it looks like it could be uh, skin suits as well as two pieces uh, involved in that one as well as some iridescence built into the clothing um, I'm very intrigued as to what that reveal will look like and also the color choices that they're sort of aiming to sort of uh, anchor the the collection with in terms of an overall theme so those are two of the four that i have just very fast notes here of uh, things that i'm excited about coming from rafa just to follow up with the previous segment i just recorded um the other two collections coming from rafa in the uh 2018 collection uh guess year um, that I'm actually excited about are the brevet and protein collections the protein collection they often come out with amazing color choices that I feel are very contemporary and yet classic at the same time um, I feel that is one of the hallmarks about Rafa that makes them such a brand that knows themselves very well um, secondly is the brevet collection and I was talking with my man the essential Russell on this one and we're both getting very much into gravel, gravel riding uh, for the coming year. And we're both very excited about that. But we also have, uh, I'm, well, he got into it a little later than I did, but I have a very much, uh, my roots are very much in drop bar road cycling for the most part. And um, coming from that, it's very interesting for me that um, the Brevet collection sort of offers that middle ground in um, off-road adventures, long distance riding, but using a drop bar 700C wheel, maybe, um, I'll just say a drop bar and going off the beaten path kind of thing to have that adventure is something that's very intriguing. And so with the Brevet collection, um, they mentioned that there's a few new tailoring tricks judging from one of the photos. It might look like there's a side pocket on the, uh, quadricep part of uh, the bib short so that way there's a small pocket there maybe to throw in like an iphone so you can take a quick camera shot um, maybe you can throw in uh, a small wallet what have you um, it just gives you a little bit more availability to certain items uh, 
and accessibility to items that you would maybe need to use and that writers were maybe asking for. So I'm very curious and excited about that particular collection as well as the colors. Like the colors by and far uh, are what sell the product for me. Um, recently, I picked up the uh, Pro Team Midweight Jersey and it is um, very much on brand for what Rafa does. It is somewhat usurping my classic uh, long sleeve jersey that I had that um, I'm very small bodied. Uh, I weigh about 145, 148 pounds um, in terms of kilos, around 66 kilo. Um, but I'm also six foot tall. So my arm span is very much uh i got a huge huge wingspan and it's also one of those things that um the body tends to get sacrificed for the arm length and the arm length tends to get sacrificed for the body they rafa now make the jerseys actually so that they're giving you excessive amounts of sleeve i have to thank them for that thank you very much for the lanky guys out there um it, the clothing fits like a glove now so um I will hopefully not have a hilarious sunburn like I did on our first ride last year um, where the gap in between my gloves to keeping my hands warm and the actual jersey cuff, there was about an inch and a half uh, gap there that totally got sunburned. So I'm hoping that uh, most of the range is going to sort of follow that philosophy, uh, giving a little bit of extra coverage because, um, you know, it's, it's always kind of questioning how you got sunburned when it's... Uh, still very cold weather out there and there was pretty much no cloud except maybe a high uv index day so there's that um yeah i'm just gonna close out the rafa part of the segment here oh also very quickly uh i am considered a micro influencer um what that means is i am uh very much in the culture of what it is i talk about um but there's also metrics that you can sort of uh attach yourself to so that way you know how you're doing i'm just always curious about data so this is where this is all coming from but one of them that i'm a part of is a company called four card uh that's f-o-h-r and uh they sent me an email yesterday saying that i was the top influencer for rafa uh racing which i'm very excited about and uh hey very much appreciate that and uh it's really effortless when the brand itself is just so darn awesome so um i'm not paid to say that i'm just saying what's on my instagram stories so there you have it so i just received a direct message from uh my man the essential um they also rafa mentioned that they are releasing saddles for uh 2018 now my man the essential is very excited about this because he's a little bit on the hunt for the best saddle he's sort of trying to live a cinderella fantasy uh love story with a saddle at the moment um he's currently on a new bond trigger model that just came out uh it is a fully enclosed saddle um, but there is if you look underneath it a massive channel uh, opening so that way it does relieve soft tissue pressure um, he did take it on a longer ride this past weekend he did say it felt really good so those signs are all encouraging and we're going to reassess once he gets out on the road and moves a little bit more dynamically on the bike uh, a lot of people don't understand that um, 
if something fits in a static environment, it might not always fit outside of that. Um, my example that I can give you is last year I went with a Pro Bike Gear um, Stealth Saddle. Widthwise fits beautifully. There's a huge massive open channel there. It is a little bit on the stunted in length side of things and it is meant for an aggressive uh, down position. Um, my bike for me is somewhat in that position so it did sort of tick all the boxes in that regard. I did ride it for a solid ooh, uh, three months on the road before I switched it out for a specialized Roman Evo. Um, I have more experience with the Roman Evo. I was getting massive amounts of chafing and a few saddle sores here and there uh, on that Specialized Pro. Uh, I'm sorry, on the Special uh, Pro, there it is, Pro Stealth uh, saddle there. It was just not really doing it for me. If I were to ride it in a time trial position, I would probably go with that saddle um, just because it does allow me to be fully supported and maintain a very aggressive position. But for how I ride on the bike, um, the Specialized Roman Evo, it's a lot to say. Um, it just fits me for how I ride. So my man, the essentials currently on the hunt. And so when he saw that little uh, tease of what Rafa is planning, it definitely got him going because there's a little uh, blurb that they like to put on their product to motivate you and sort of uh, encapsulate and capture um, the history of cycling and the passion that goes into their design of product. So I'm also very curious as to who will be making these saddles. Um, we'll see who is. Uh, I know that for their shoes and helmets, uh, it is Giro uh, Cycling who are making the product. So it's getting a lot of uh, a lot of sweet deal off of that. But um, yeah, I'm very curious as to who will be making these saddles because they also make eyewear. Um, as for who makes their eyewear, I haven't quite pinned down who is doing it. I'd be very much surprised if it wasn't uh, a part of the Luxottica group. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens when uh, when those saddles are released and what uh, dimensions and specs they have and see if it might work for my man. So stay tuned for that. So the benefits of having a uh, back spasm attack and sleepless night is you uh, start trying to find distractions to sort of get your mind off the pain and what have you. So with that, I started, uh, you know, just sort of digging around cycling culture for a little bit and started finding all these vintage uh, photos and uh, photography stills of uh, bike races going down back in the uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, uh, and somewhat of the 90s um, on different internet sites on Tumblr, Pinterest, and all that fun stuff. And one of them really stood out to me, and I posted it up on my Instagram, uh, at Dustin WHT. Um, it's of a mechanic actually standing uh, somewhat seated on the uh, roof of a Volvo team car from uh, the 19... Ooh, what did I got written here? It's from the 70s. I want to say it's like 1976. Yeah, that's what my notes here are saying. Um, from 1976, the Milano San Remo uh, bike race, and it's actually the Molteni car. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Molteni is the 
old former team of the greatest of all time cyclist, aka the GOAT, Eddie Merckx. Uh, he's also known as the Cannibal. Um, it's his team car. Uh, I don't know if the bikes on this particular photo are his, but what have you. Anyways, um, the feature of that day of racing is that it's this mega, 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 mega long ride and it goes up uh, some crazy climbs to wear down the riders so that way it isn't necessarily a bunch sprint in the finish like it is kind of now um but they're going up certain mountain paths uh and then coming back down into the city and along the coast etc etc but uh i'll get to the crux of it the fact that the riders alone are wearing like these little cotton uh cycling caps uh as head protection for the most part is kind of insane what's even more insane and they're also descending by the way uh down these mountain faces at about like 65 to 75 maybe even 80 kilometers an hour um that's just bonkers with like the brake technology they have the tire tech and all that fun stuff uh, i'm surprised more guys didn't get themselves killed what really blows my mind is this one photo uh, of the mechanic on top of the roof of the Volvo team car, uh, possibly going down the same mountain face at about 50 or 60 kilometers. Jokingly, as a kid, uh, I used to do like hood daredevil stunts uh, with my friends. We would only go at most 30 kilometers an hour, and that was freaking terrifying. So I'm just trying to... Th- like wrap my head around this guy uh whoever he was he looks very anonymous his back is turned to the photo um yeah it's insane i really appreciated it and that sort of got my uh juices turning for an appreciation for the daredevils that were actually the mechanics not necessarily the riders those the riders are yeah they're paid to do that but this daredevil mechanic he's just like hanging on to the top of a vehicle like it's insane um but also have this weird appreciation for these somewhat and you know it could be argued that they are ugly um it is a volvo so it is built like a square like when you first learn how to draw cars chances are you were drawing a volvo um yeah i have a slight appreciation for these vehicles just because they were uh so cramped the handling of them was so european twitchy i would have to say they're not like massive cars and etc etc but the car itself sort of fit the mold of when cycling or where cycling was at at that time. Um, nowadays, I have to admit, uh, it's really cool to see uh, cars like the Mini being used by Team Sumweb and Ford uh, having cars. It's pretty much a Ford Focus here in North America. Um, it has a different name in Europe, but that's what Team Sky is currently using. Um, and the occasional time they'll use like a Mustang for whatever purpose, if there's a new model of Mustang coming out, what have you. Um, but yeah, for the most part, Ford is supplying those vehicles. Um, yeah, I'm just very fascinated by team cars and all that fun stuff. So I think I'm going to try and reach out to some pro mechanics and get their thoughts of uh, what was once. So stay tuned. <laughs> I think
think we're going to be on the last third of this episode of the Bike Shop Boyfriend podcast. And it's going to be answering a question I received the other day um, via uh, Instagram direct messaging. Had to write it down, so sorry I can't quite share it with you as to who and hum, all that fun stuff. Um, the question is, what am I training for? And I replied back in kind, and I'm sharing with all of you. Uh, I'm doing a gravel grinder in May with a few of the buddies that have been mentioned on this podcast. Uh, they are known as The Essential, The Hammer, and The Machine, and that is respectively Russell, Carl, and Dustin. Yes, there's a second one. Um, my nickname is The Godfather on that one. If you want to know more, stay tuned for that. I will probably get into the reasoning behind all of their nicknames. Um, it's not that exciting, but their nicknames are pretty cool, I think. Anyways, um, and then there's some events in August that I am going to be riding road for. And those right now are going to be the MS Bike Tour or Bike Ride in Gimli. And possibly uh, the... Ride for Refuge uh, nonprofit organizations that all sort of come together and raise money for it. Um, I might be riding again for the Main Street Project, courtesy of Parlor Coffee. Um, they recently had a break in and they decided to. Um, they were initially angry, obviously, about it, but then they realized that the problem might actually be poverty and someone in dire need. Uh, to cause the break-in so um, they're doing my view the right thing and redirecting that negative energy into a positive and uh, partnering up with Main Street Project to uh, have hopefully a better outcome with some of their revenue from coffee sales going towards the Main Street Project uh, for some of their projects. Um, I really enjoy uh, philanthropy and businesses giving back to communities. So I'm going to be turning my pedals in uh, support of whatever efforts they want to uh, do this upcoming year. I do know that my man Paul, who is uh, riding for Cops for Kids, he's got a mega, mega ride riding from Winnipeg out to Tucson. Um, I'm going to be trying to uh, do as much as I can to support uh, his organization's efforts um, in whatever way I can, either as Bike Shop Boyfriend Podcast or as uh, a representative of the bike shop I work at, either or, or both, we'll see, um, and we'll go from there. And then there's also, I'm hoping to sneak in uh, another gravel grinder in July, but we'll see how timetable allowances go. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got going on right now and for training. Um, and just in case uh, I ever get the call up for it, uh, the Nord brothers from uh, Due North Project there, uh, I'm, I'm also just riding and training to be fit. So should I ever get invited to come on down and ride with those guys, I'm ready to go whenever they got a hunt going on. So um, those are pretty much my big highlights coming up for this year. So stay tuned. And I'm of course going to be documenting and, uh, capturing audio along the way. So that's pretty much what I'm training for. Hopefully that answers that question. And if you actually got any questions, feel free to give me a call in here on, uh, bike shop boyfriend podcast, courtesy of anchor.fm. And as well, you can reach me on many social media platforms, 
Uh, just search for Dustin White, uh, like the actor Dustin Hoffman, or White like the color, and you should be able to find me. Um, I'm often a bearded fellow wearing a baseball cap, I think, in most of my profile photos right now. So uh, feel free to give me a shout, give me a thumbs up, let me know how you like this podcast, and uh, yeah, love to hear from you. And in other news, uh, I posted a photo of um, my Wahoo heart rate monitor, the ticker, as the product is known as. Um, the strap itself that connects to the heart rate uh, signal, Iron Man-y uh, chest piece. Um, the strap itself, I posted a photo and it was just covered in uh, sweat. Uh, but it dried up and has left major salt deposits all over it and it was quite uh, crystal looking and it looks like a big puddle of crystal. Um, <laughs> Wahoo actually reached out to me and they did tell me and gave me some instruction on how to care for it and how to wash it and such. Um, it has been about four or five years since I've owned this particular, it's been four years, it's been four years since I've owned this strap and I also came to the conclusion, you know what, maybe it's time for me to uh, say goodbye to the strap. So uh, in the spirit of that, I ordered up a new replacement strap and hopefully it'll show up in the coming week uh, and I'll get some good use out of it for the coming season and events and projects of pedals as I'm gonna call it um, yeah and hopefully you can track all the information of what my my personal ticker is doing uh, and I can always track that and gauge effort that way um, preferably I would always love to have a power meter on my bike to really give me some uh, true data as we'll call it but as the case may be right now I don't have a power meter on any of my bikes um, that's not to say that in the bikes of that I will be owning in the future, I will be not getting a power meter. Um, it's just that right now, if you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, my current road bike has rim brakes still. Um, I'm looking to switch that up to a disc brake version uh, in the coming future. Uh, so Giant Bicycle Canada, if you're listening, uh, heads up, you're going to be getting my money for the 2018 uh, slash 2019 release of their TCR uh, advanced pro line. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the bike and the geometry and how it fits. And I'm just waiting for, uh, next year's paint to arrive. Uh, just that the bike itself is very scarce in Canada. One of my coworkers got one. I'm very jealous. The mirror finish and the labeling, if you ever get a chance to see this thing is very swish. It does not look cheap or like a rub on. Um, it's actually a really, really sweet decal that looks metallic and silver, uh, or chrome, I should be saying, and it's very reflective. So, um, very much hoping to get my hands on something like that for the coming year, uh, in the fall, because that's when the road bikes will be released, and hopefully I can get my hands on one for them. And uh, yeah, and as for gravel bikes, I have yet to make my decision, so stay tuned for that. It's coming very, very soon. Um, I need to talk to a few people as to uh, how to make that all come about and yeah we'll see what happens there um, I think that's gonna wind it up for this particular episode of bike shop boyfriend and I have reached out to a few people and interviews are getting lined up it's really now a case of lining up timetables and if they're gonna download the anchor.fm app and call into the station 
slash podcast so I can actually get a conversation slash uh, interview going so that way I can share it with all of you and share some insights. If you have any questions regarding uh, people you would like to see on this particular channel and show, let me know in the comments. Love to hear from you. Until then, this is your bike shop boyfriend, Dustin, signing off. Enjoy. Enjoy.